You're listening to Upstate HR, the HR podcast for non-HR businesses in Upstate New York. We're hearing about sexual harassment in the news almost every day. So it's a good time to review your workplace policies and to let your employees know where they can go for help and support. Today, Matt and I will discuss these policies and how to make sure your office and your employees are protected. Stay tuned. Upstate HR is brought to you by Labor Love. For only $8 a month, you'll receive a new labor law poster automatically every time there's an update. With Labor Love, you'll never have to worry about poster compliance again. Visit laborlove.co for details. Labor Love, love what you do, leave the labor to us. And by Burr Consulting, LLC. In today's world of ever-changing and evolving labor and employment law, payroll processes, employee relation issues, and the complexity of a work-life balance we all face, understanding and addressing these issues can create multiple challenges in legal liability. Burr Consulting offers you affordable human resources consulting for both profit and not-for-profit organizations. Visit burrconsultingllc.com today strategically aligning HR as a partner for the success of your business. Now let's get started. So the hot button issue for sure these days uh, that we're seeing in the media and the entertainment world is patterns of sexual harassment. Um, The latest that we heard at the time that this podcast is being recorded is uh, Garrison Keeler from NPR and Matt Lauer from NBC's Today Show are, are two of the big names. Right. Um, and I'm sure there'll be more. Uh, but, you know, this brings up a lot of questions from an HR perspective because what we're hearing um, is that in most cases, uh, women actually go to their bosses, their superiors, and report these things and they're getting covered up or they're getting ignored and uh so now the entire company is in trouble um now it seems pretty obvious just to ask the question you know what should companies be doing when when things like this get reported but uh but let's start there i mean maybe take nbc as as uh, an example and who knows by the time we release this podcast whether they'll be in trouble as well but um, somebody comes to them and reports that there's been some kind of harassment. Um, what, sh- what should they have done or what should they do in a situation like that? Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, again, you know, some of the things we've heard about NBC is, you know, the things I've read is current management had no awareness of any other allegations. And, you know, to me, that seems like a real cop-out, kind of an excuse that, that, that you know, trying to cover things up. But... You know, they're not the only company that's had these issues. I think it's a it's an obviously an issue in the political arena. Um, you know, the, the entertainment and now um, um, you know probably definitely in corporate America as well. But I think you know companies really need to take these things serious because it, it turns into major issues and uh, obviously it's you know destroyed some careers and, and uh, not just the guys doing it but the the women that are suffering from these issues. 
I think that any company that has allegations like this or any organization, whether government, entertainment, corporate America, nonprofit, you got to really take it serious and investigate it, ask questions, uh, and, and do the fact-finding to understand if there's a legitimate claim there. I think we, we have an obligation to take this stuff as serious, um, you know, very serious at this point. So Yeah. And uh, so what, what does an investigation look like? So somebody comes in uh, to your office as either the HR manager or the boss or... Um, maybe just a coworker and says, "Hey, this happened to me. Um, what is what should go on then yeah. from there?" I, I mean, it depends on the organization. I think with a, a claim of you know sexual harassment, a lot of times I think you know the, the the gentlemen or the guys involved in these things are really the power players. I mean, so they're the ones that control everything. They might even be the supervisor. You're obviously not going to go to them to make the complaint. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be going to either their boss or to HR. Or even to uh, to a legal department as well, and, and making the, the complaint. Uh, you know, in my opinion, the way I would proceed with it, if there was an issue, and I've, I've had some investigations like this, is if there's a complaint made, you know, to me or to a supervisor, uh, it needs to be investigated by HR or even a neutral third party that's not even part of the organization, whether an attorney or you hire a consultant to come in and look into it. Uh, you know, if it's serious enough where it's you know a leader in the organization. Um, we need to keep as many people from the organization out of it to, to give it a fair and balanced um, approach to an investigation. But it depends on policy and it depends on um, you know what the processes are within the organization. Some places don't have HR, so who do you go to then? You know, maybe to the owner or to a to a you know higher level manager. And you know, I think from what we've seen people have got to start taking this stuff serious. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's been an issue for far too long, whether you're talking about entertainment, politics, or literally any right. other industry. Yeah. There's been um, just too much tolerance for too long. Right. And uh, it's 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 gone far enough. Sure. Now. Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's um, you know, it, my class is HR and uh, HR management class and my actually my management information systems class uh, because I'm an HR uh, consultant. We've had a lot of discussion in both those classes about when you see something, you got to say something and do what's right. And I tell them that doing something, doing the right thing is not always easy, but it's absolutely necessary in a situation like that. You see it, you got to stop it or you got to go report it because what if it's your sister? What if it's your daughter? Yeah. What if it, I mean, what if it's your brother? You know, whatever it might be, it's yeah. like you got to take it serious and address the issues and, and not cover it up and sweep it under the rug because this is what happened, the mm-hmm. fallout and the damage. So. Now, um, in the past, and, and certainly I'm sure um, even after all of this fallout, uh, there is fallout for, for the victims as well. Yeah, you know, they, they put a lot of things on the line to make these accusations because if people don't believe them or, you know, if, if it falls on deaf ears and nobody does anything about it, then they're risking their own career. And, um, so, you know, that's, that's a terrible climate to be in also. Um, I, so a lot of people struggle with, um, Okay, so I was touched on the shoulder or somebody made a crude or off-color remark, but maybe it's not enough to report it to HR. Um, And they're sort of weighing, you know, like, was this bad enough? 
to go to a superior or something. Um, is that a gray area or is it something that needs to be reported and at least documented right away? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that I don't want to say it's a gray area because the training I'm doing with supervisors and managers now, whether it be workplace violence, uh, sexual harassment, harassment, bullying, retaliation, whatever it might be, it's just there's got to be a zero tolerance mm -hmm. policy for it at this point in our society. You know, people sending inappropriate picture messages or emails, you know, those things. Uh, they might seem harmless and, and, you know, joking around and things like that. But I think that is it worth reporting? Uh, you know, maybe not the first time. Is it worth having a discussion that, hey, this made me feel uncomfortable? If you feel that you can have that discussion, by all means, you should have that discussion because it is, you know, one thing leads to another and then you've got a snowball effect where it becomes a major issue like we now see in the news. Yeah. So. Yeah, where you've... So... Yeah, and in my opinion, I mean, just documenting everything. Yeah. And even if you feel like it's something that you don't want to go to a boss with or an HR rep right away, keeping your own notes, right. you know, telling friends or telling, uh, reporting it somewhere so that yeah. um, when you are, when it does come to that point where yeah. you need to report it, you have some documentation. I think for the most part, what I've seen it, you know, in my career and in some of the trainings I've done, I think that, you know, the first step is to tell someone, you know, if they're harassing you or whatever it might be, to just back off. I feel uncomfortable. I think, you know, the majority of the time, I think that you're going to find results by having that. It's a difficult conversation, but a necessary one as well. Mm -hmm. There's other times where it's not going to work and it's going to get worse, and that's when you need to escalate it. I mean, yeah, one one joke, one picture, yeah, I mean, we could say it's not a big deal, but you know, it can be a big deal to the right pe person, and, yeah, and we got to take it serious. But if it one leads to ten, you know, then you got a real issue on your hands. Right, So right. And it's not up to the person doing it to decide whether it's a big deal or not. Right, If, if right. it made someone feel uncomfortable, Absolutely. that's the only thing that, right. that matters. Yeah. Um, now, uh, when in terms of just relationships in general in the workplace, um, it's it's uh, never a good idea for a superior to date someone or to you know be in a relationship with someone that they're supervising or that they're in charge of because there's there's a power imbalance there and that could lead to a lot of dangerous issues. Um, have you seen examples, though, of healthy relationships in, in the workplace? Maybe that there's policies built around them or uh, or that kind of thing? I mean, Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, I've worked with people that are married to, um, to people or dating people, you know, in a different department or, you know, maybe uh, HR and they might be on the plant floor in the manufacturing as an electrician or, you know, maybe a welder or something like that. Mm. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't specifically see any issues with, with relationships like that at work. Um, again, I don't think they should be working in the same department and I don't believe that uh, one should be reporting into the other. I think that's just setting the entire organization up for an issue at that point. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, there's there's always policies out there. I've never really had a written a policy like that. I mean, I think that there's, there's many examples of things like that. But I, I you know, I think that if, I, I think people would respect uh, will respect stuff like that if you're upfront about it and, and uh, truthful. Um, you know, if you do start dating someone, you know, it's better to tell the organization. What is it? I think they're called love contracts, I believe. I'm not sure. Yeah, so I mean, so I think that, again, you just got to be 
uh, proactive in your communication because you know if you do start dating someone and uh, you know you might work in the same department it, that could be an issue for the organization so you know again proactive communication and just uh, just be direct about it so yeah yeah that seems to be the the overriding theme in all of this is to just be direct be open uh, about what's happening so that you know there are no no surprises right. or there shouldn't be. Right. Um, so what about for a small business? You know somebody who uh, has fewer than ten employees. Um, these sorts of things can can be amplified in a smaller setting, whether it's a relationship, whether there's um, you know feelings of mistrust or sexual harassment. Uh, and you kind of alluded to it earlier. If there's nobody, not an HR person to go to. Um, where do you go from there? How much can something like this cost? I mean, you know, there, there are a lot of things that a small business has to take into account. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, I think that having established policies and procedures are a good thing. Um, you know, training your employees on these things is also valuable if it's an annual refresher, if, it, if it's like a monthly you know, huddle or whatever you might be doing and just saying, look, hey, this stuff's in the news. This is our policy on these things. If there's an issue, we want to hear about it. We're taking this stuff serious. We have zero tolerance. I think there are steps you can take. Again, I think there's all kinds of resources through like SHRM. Um, your local HR chapter would be good. When the Chamber of Commerce puts on some of these events as well, if you're a chamber member and, and uh, you know, always reach out to a consultant or an attorney to, to kind of uh, make sure you're, you know, if you're if you're writing policies or doing trainings that they're legal and, and up to date with the laws because federal and state laws we've we've talked about vary and we want to make sure that we're uh, we're abiding by both. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's always um, you know always a risk in any organization, big or small, and I, I think the best thing that, to do is to to network with people and ask the questions if you're just not sure. I mean, I, I think that no one has all the answers mm -hmm. and, and you, you work with the people that do have the answers and we're going to guide you in the right direction. So. Yeah. And it's free to ask the questions, right? Yep. It's, it's free to, to tap into a network. Um, and it almost seems like one of those things where, you know, if, if you've been drinking, it might seem expensive to to splurge for a cab that night, but yeah. certainly way more yeah. expensive if you end up with a, with a DWI right, or something. Right. So yeah, it's the same know. thing. You end up with yeah. a lawsuit like EEOC right. or something. Man, it can be it can be catastrophic for any organization, and, yeah. and you want to avoid those things. And you know, it, I mean, law, legal is the yeah, it's it's on the table, but at the same time, we got to take care of our employees because yep. you know you spend a lot of time at work with people. You want to have mutual respect and it's you want to have kind of a family environment and when people are treated this way it's not like any family environment that I've ever yeah. been a part of yeah. so yeah it breaks down a lot of trust um, and that's a great point it just comes down to the people and treating everyone with with respect yeah. and, and building an atmosphere that feels safe yeah absolutely agreed Thank you for listening to the Upstate HR podcast. If you have any ideas on the topics we should cover, send us an email at ideas at upstatehrpodcast.com. Tell your friends and coworkers to subscribe in the iTunes podcast store. And thank you for listening.